Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. For the drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Mark Ennis and Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis, Dave Skull. We have uh, we've done like breathing exercises. We have settled down after technical difficulties in the first hour. The last two hours, we're gonna have some fun here on a Friday. It's been. I hate you so much. <laughs> I love you. You just had a dramatic I pause. I thought you were just kind of waiting for me to play the music, and Mark, that's that, what it was. No, because here's what happens. No, I start talking, and then I I get. Like bottlenecked for a second, then I figure out what I'm going to say, and then that damn it's song just comes barreling in, and I'm now I'm mad again. Oh. I had just calmed down in the break. I didn't say it again. I did. Somebody's getting fired. <laughs> while we're at the, it's been true of this show almost from its inception that like stuff happens while we're on the air because we operate in prime news dump time. Yeah, Fridays. Three to six is exactly when you want to dump your your news that you don't want people to know about. And no one is this more true of than Mitch Barnhart, who has staunchly refused to enter not just the 21st century, kind of the 20th century uh, in a lot of things, announced today, just now, seven, eight minutes ago, that they will launch at Kentucky a pilot program doing what, Dave? Something cutting edge. You know, we'll get some sort of advanced statistics. alcohol. Yes. What? They are going to launch a pilot program for things that everyone else does every day on Earth without issue all the time. They're going to test it out, selling alcohol at softball and baseball games. I love it. I love it. Prohibition's been overturned in Lexington now. <laughs> now if, you know, if you know anything about uh, what Mijoti, like he takes every single timeout, every opportunity to to. Talk to the players, the pitchers, whatever. Like all their games take four, four and a half, five hours. Selling them alcohol is a favor. Yes. To people that go to UK baseball games and they're not very good. And maybe, maybe this is some kind of weird ploy for him to up the attendance at baseball and softball games. Like the novelty of being able to drink a beer in the stands at a at a UK sporting event is going to bring in more more attendees. I don't know, Mark. I'm spitballing here. Matt, Matt listening at text or tweets at us and says, "I just read the part where every concession stand will have a sign reading each beer is one step closer to hell' unless you're a K Fund donor.'" <laughs> <laughs> 
Each bourbon is two steps. Mitch Barnard <laughs> has lost his salvation. He is going to sell alcohol, going to allow UK to do what everyone else uh, has been doing uh, for years upon years upon years without uh, any of the ceilings collapsing on any of the uh, relevant buildings. Going to finally sell alcohol. He finally trusts the plebes to also drink what the rich people are already allowed to do at every game. The ceiling's collapsing in your soul, though. You know? I mean, he'll have to answer for this, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> a pilot program. I That's the thing I think that I love the most, is that it's like, we're going to try it. Every, everyone does this already. Yeah. Everyone. Dude. And he news dumped it on a Friday. Mark, Rotney's going to drink nine beers by the second inning and this pilot program is going to go by the wayside in game three you, it's many, always rotney many 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 years ago i took my friend to a kentucky game he had grown up was here it rotney no oh, okay. i'm not friends with rotney whoever that is <laughs> well i am didn't arkansas have a, a player named rotney there's like with a t i think so I believe so. Man, Everybody several knows years Rodney ago, and, uh, I took my friend. Rodney. I took my friend to a Kentucky football game. He had grown a lifelong fan, but just had never had the means to really go. I got tickets for the dirt cheap. I was like, uh-huh. I'll go. They played Western. They lost. It was great. But they supposed to be SEC. Well, they won that game, believe it or not. Uh, but I took. But in the national anthem, in Commonwealth Stadium, when it was still Commonwealth, not Kroger's Field, but. This guy, right after the national, pulls out a flask and just downs yeah. the entire thing. Yeah. I think about that guy every time I think about Barnard, like bulking and selling alcohol. I'm like, buddy, it's already in there. Oh, all it does, all alcohol sales, like banning alcohol sales, does is make sure that everybody gets hammered in the parking lot, which is more dangerous. Like, if people will pace themselves a little bit more, maybe, if they know they can get a couple beers inside. Uh, if they know they can't, <laughs> they're going to get hammered on the outside and they're going to bring a flask in. I know because I've been to plenty of SEC games in my youth, whether it be a UK or Auburn or Rodney wherever. Rodney Clark, I knew I was right. You know? Yeah. I remember him. Yeah. It's a. Uh, and you've derailed me again. Ah, now the shoe's on the yeah, other foot. Yeah, huh? shoe, the shoe's on the yeah. other foot. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking oh, about getting the... uh, a little bit hammered at UK or SEC football Drinking games. in the parking lot oh, instead of coming in. turntables. That's right. I was going to say. That's right. Uh, anyway, yeah, like everybody knows how things go when you ban alcohol sales in the stadium, or at least for the poor people and not for the rich people. I ho- The texture is right. I hope the first baseball game. It's just like a wash in drunk UK fans, and it's it's like it's like Woodstock. That's what I'm saying. And then Mitch is like, "I told you, I told you, you people couldn't handle it." And he was right all along, and we never have this discussion. What if again. he has plants? And then it becomes Footloose, where there's no alcohol for UK anything, yeah. no rock music for UK. That's anything. one of my favorite plot lines of a of any movie is like somebody died after a dance, so they banned. So they banned. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of the most movie. amazing plot devices. And we just swallowed that because we love that movie. Oh, right? yeah. I know. It's, oh, sure. it's, it's the least Puritanical plausible thing ever. Midwestern right. town, you're not allowed to do a two step. Get it. They Let's remade that movie. Now, Mitch Barnard is John Lithgow. He is John Lithgow. For sure. Yeah. I think he's John Lithgow anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but it's. I, I'm, I'm in my mind, I'm thinking Mitch Barnhart uh, calls like 20, 30 of his friends. And says, you guys got to get hammered at this game and throw stuff on that's the right. field. <laughs> Ringers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Plants. <laughs> so he's like, so I never have to deal with this conversation ever again. Go to the softball game. Be inappropriate. Like, that. that's what I want from you. 
and I never, ever, ever have to hear about this again. So I was kind of curious because you because your college specials does start today. Apparently, UK opened their season at Elon. Is how they're starting their season. But they I didn't played. Know he played baseball. <laughs> Who? UK is playing. Oh, Elon, the school uh, in North Carolina. I get the idiot. joke now, Dave. But their first game with alcohol sales Tuesday will be against Evansville. So who's getting hammered for that game? Uh, Everyone. Everyone that goes. Everyone. By the way, speaking of baseball, today is opening day for Louisville baseball. For those of you asking, they are on our partners on 970 right now. Tomorrow's game is going to be on 93 on the Ville and then back at it. It'll be on 970 on Sunday uh, as well. They are playing. Louisville's already up 4-0. So playing against this, this opening series against Bucknell. And they're already up for nothing, and they've already made a couple highlights. So this, hopefully, we're in for a fun game. Hated, hated rivals Bucknell. Bucknell. What is Bucknell's mascot? Bison. Well done. Well done. I'm surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Bucknell was in the Patriot League with Army. Growing up, I went to a lot of Patriot League basketball, baseball, hockey, whatever games, and I knew a lot about Bucknell. And Triangle. now everyone knows you knew a lot about Bucknell. So well done. That's what, that's what we're right, we had for. a text. Bucknell trivia with Dave Skull coming up at four thirty. We had a texter text in and asked this question, uh, and I, I wanted to go ahead and address it. Uh, it was pretty funny, except for what it said about me, which I didn't love. So the texter says they want to know what we thought of the Tiger Woods thing uh, today, but it started out with. I, I know Mark doesn't play, but I want to know what Biscuit thinks about the Tiger Woods thing. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you know. Today, like, bas- <laughs> yeah, I, like, writing me off. I was like, well, that sucks uh, for me. But You can have an opinion even without playing golf, Mark. It's okay. Uh, I saw the picture in question. Uh, I saw the Christine Brennan tweet about it. And I have to say, no matter kind of what I've uh, – reputation I have deserved or, or earned or not earned but have about being uh, CNNs and all that crap I I will fully admit to you right now I do not know what the big freaking deal is I don't like like it's looked like a very personal inside joke between the two of them here's why I guess I don't understand what the big hubbub is they didn't do this for anyone to see, right? And so if you're worried about like what kind of message does it send or anything like that, I have no idea what the like what people are, are up in arms about it. Like this was obviously supposed to be something that was done very slick just between the two of them. And you have a tremendous camera who caught like a half of a second where you could see it. And then he's, he's handing him a tampon. And yeah, if they had done that like in front of everybody... I could understand being like, what kind of message are you trying to send? But they were literally were not trying to send a message. So I, I, this time, I don't, I don't get what everyone is so up in arms out about this one. And I'm prepared to lose my woke status for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me put it this way. I understand why people are upset about it. You know, you didn't have to do it in front of everybody. But they didn't. They did, though. They're on the middle of a fairway. Their hands together. Like, it was very obvious we were trying to make it quiet. I understand. Like, look, Mark, I get it. Like, when I first heard about it, I was like, eh. I don't get it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I sort of shrugged my shoulders so a little bit. We don't have to bit. be mad about everything, do we? No, we don't. And I'm not mad about it. I'm just All saying, right. like, I, I'm. when I first heard about it, I was like, eh, you know, and sort of shrugged my shoulders. 
But it's like, man, you could have avoided a lot of this if you just had done any, literally anything else. Because <laughs> they, they they're the featured group. There's a camera on him at all times. But it's not like he tossed That's it the lesson. to him. I know more. Like, you don't have to convince me. I know. Like, it's like it, it, it's like when we're on the golf course and somebody says, you know, nice putt, Sally. You know, like, I don't think that has to be a like a, a federal case, you know, because somebody called somebody a woman's name because they shorted a putt. You know what I mean? It's like, whatever, dude. We're just on the golf course. Everything is going to be... Or, like, if you don't hit it by the women's tees, an old trope was, you know, you pull down your pants on the second shot. Right. You know what I mean? Like, those Put are your purse down and hit it. Right. It's I know. fine. I whatever. Know. Like, it just doesn't matter. It's just guys on the golf course. But I understand why people would take it a different way. If it's an international tournament and it's on TV, I really, even if it wasn't on display, they didn't mean for it to be that way. It was seen. And Tiger said, look, I've been trying to be offensive to anybody. Yeah. It's a joke between the two of us. Can, can, can this one... Can can we just roll with this one? Like, I don't think there's a slippery slope we have to worry about at all. I don't think we do either. I'm just going to kind of sit it out. You know, because I'm like, eh. It's not offensive to me, but I also understand why women would be on guard about it. Because they've heard jokes like this, uh, inferring that women are weak for hundreds of years and then they, they, they have the guard up about something like this fine probably didn't have to be on tv i don't think it's a big deal but it's not me who you should ask about it you know what i'm saying like i don't i feel like my opinions are completely moot i don't i just i understand poor messaging and being aware and trying to be aware and anticipating maybe something that you think is funny, sending the kind of message that you didn't intend. I, you had to, you know what? I'm highly suspect of people finding offense at stuff they got to go look for. Sure. And this is that's that. That's fair. You know, like there's enough offensive stuff that's happening when no one cares about yeah. who sees it or not. This wasn't that. that that's all I'll say. I'm not in the I, habit of dismissing people being worried about things. Yeah, or, I don't or, disagree with you. But this just doesn't feel like that. I don't disagree with you because I don't think it was meant to be. But also, like, and intent is not the only thing that matters. Exactly. Let me. So let me propose this. Like, how many times have we gotten like private emails with just offensive things right reeled through it, and they can just be like, "You weren't supposed to see that." Oh sure. You know what I'm saying? So like, just because we weren't supposed to see it doesn't necessarily absolve you of everything you know like sure like i i'm in a position where instead of being like nah it's not a big deal it's like it's not a big deal to me but i will sit here and listen to women tell me why they're tired of this okay because i think that's the more important point but i don't think you get to be as mad about it as if he had like tossed it to him on the green where everyone could see it sure like there's got to be some proportionality here a little bit right a little bit i'm not I'm not telling you you should be like crazy mad about it. I'm just saying like I, I, I don't feel comfortable telling a woman to relax. I uh, well, first of all, I don't care where you are on the political spectrum. Don't ever tell a woman to relax. Right. Like that's just sound advice. <laughs> it's not a good idea. But I mean, especially about something that uh, unless you want to die is engineered. You know what I'm saying? Like they've. I don't know. It's it's a it's a it's a silly conversation for us to be having because I don't feel like. We're not the aggrieved here. Exactly. Has Justin said anything one way or another about the incident? 
Is it even an incident? Yeah, that was probably a poor choice of words on my part. The I don't know what else to use for that. What happened? Incident <laughs> required, you know. <laughs> like, I'm trying to say, like, I feel like this is not, like, they had, you had to have, like. The exchange. 50 <laughs> years ago, we didn't even have cameras good enough to make this happen. I don't I, know, man. I know. I just. This, this one. Here, if you've ever wondered, like, is there a line that I won't, like, is there somewhere I won't go? This is it. Like, if it requires 21st century technology for me to be offended, I'm not. Ugh. Come on. Come on. I, no one has enough outrage to be outraged at everything. And I'm not. I'm, I'm budgeting, and I'm, I'm, this is not the one. Like, but there's not a lot of this. Like, it's, I think, when you look at stuff like this, and you're like, eh, it's easy for us to dismiss it. Because eventually, like initially when I heard it, I was like, eh, that doesn't seem like a big deal to me. But then when I see a thousand tweets from either female reporters or women I follow, and they're just like, that range in tone. Not all of them are like, ah, you know, at you. And not all of them are crazy outraged about it, but all of them are kind of like, can we not? Like most of them are just annoyed that this keeps like, they're just like, come on. It's like that I got to go through my period for one out of four weeks a, a month and I can get made fun of it like it makes me weak or something. Ah, that's a fair point. I'm like, yeah, I couldn't be a woman. <laughs> that, that's terrifying Oh, well, that's me, true. Bro. Right. The, I guess the- I, like I said, like I, it, this is such a stupid conversation because I feel like, yeah, you don't have to be outraged about everything. And I'm not. It sounded so stupid to me and so banal. But also when I start reading the tweets, I'm like, I get it. I get it. Like, yeah, can we? Like, more, more of them are more like, can we not? Than they are like outraged at you. They're more just like, can we? Can you just? Can you pick another reason or another way to make fun of you, your your guy there? I just, I, I feel like on this one, there are people who are like, if I have to be outraged at this, I'd rather just not be outraged at anything, right? I don't think you have. Like, to I be, don't like, have enough energy for this. I don't live my life outraged, and I don't think most people need to. But I, it's more about. When it comes to these things, for me, it's more about me just sort of sitting back and being like, yeah, I get it. Like, talk your... It's like I see both spin. sides of the argument. But if I don't want to both sides of it, I really... Yeah, it's I don't more know like, argument either, but... It's more like... By the way, no one ever I'm not the aggrieved, like you said, but it's important that you listen to them and be like, eh, I get it. It's probably in poor taste, and maybe you shouldn't That's, do that in the middle. You probably shouldn't do it rude, in the middle of like, a fair way. Yeah. At a televised international golf tournament. That's fair. All right. I'll give is you that, that. Is that is that the basic? Like you can make that joke, you know. You can whisper it to him, Nancy, or whatever. Like I don't really. Nobody cares. But <laughs> once you do something out in front of a camera, like you're subject to everybody parsing it. So Dave, you're sounding a little bit like Bur- Bill Burr out here with just your viewpoints on this. No, I feel like I'm Bill Burr on this one. Fair. For once. Both of them. <laughs> Both of Bill Burr. Everybody's Bill Burr. <laughs> nah, it's more like a... Like, whatever. Like, like everybody wants to dismiss things as outrage culture. I'm like, I don't think you need to be outraged. And I don't necessarily think everybody who is reacting to it is outraged. A lot of people are like me, where they just kind of listen to the person who is aggrieved, you know, and be like, eh, I get it. Like I just maybe, feel like I found my, my limit. This is the one. Yeah, but like, notice, like, I'm not going to get I'm worked up about it. You know, but I'm going to understand the point of view of somebody who is and be like, I get it. I think that there can be, I, well, I'd like there to be when, when no one is actually like harmed here. Yeah. And I really don't think anyone is. 
there can be like rude behavior that we're not kind of compromising the cause if we just sort of roll our eyes at. Like we'll all be okay if we just roll our eyes at this one. No yeah. one's life is going to get worse, and no one's going to take gonna be the message from it that like it's okay to be worse than I was yesterday. Yeah, I don't think I don't think this is going to be that big of a deal. I don't think we ever would have talked about it again if we didn't talk about it right now. Well, let's stop. What do you think about that? Yeah, I really don't think it's going to be a. I only brought it up because the texter asked what we thought. I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever. And I hope that texter regrets, assuming that I would just be like, "Mm." "No, I think he was just like, you're not a golfer, so your opinion doesn't matter." (laughs) That's that's what he was saying. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) He said, "You don't play golf, so I'm not really asking." That's even better. I like it. More like he didn't probably didn't even know if you were aware of the situation. I just. At some point, my voice is going to stop cracking. Like I, I, I don't understand why I have a continuous frog in my throat for three straight weeks. It's awesome. <laughs> 81, 50, 93, That's the number if you want to get in here. We will take you on a date that's been fraught uh, with peril yeah. here, but we are in studios now. Everyone's in a good mood now. You're never going to play that damn song again. Uh, we good. were until you like derailed us into some kind of tampon conversation. Congratulations. Well, I'll save that for the mixtape. Dustin, softball day. Dustin, welcome in, buddy. It's on your oh. mind. Uh, I can't believe you guys are even addressing this. We were asked to. Okay, well, what's worse? Oh, the no. booger incident the booger incident or this. Wait, which booger incident? Are we talking about uh, Montrez's booger incident? There's only one booger incident. Okay. All right, so I want to make sure. There wasn't one that I wasn't aware of. <laughs> I can't keep yeah, up all the time. I mean, one booger incident. Now, look, this is this wasn't Okay, thanks. That was odd. I thought there was gonna be way more than that. I was, I was like, I had my defenses up. I was like, I'm gonna have to dump this. The booger incident? No. I would rather people not wipe me with boogers. I'm against that. I'm against that. Regardless of anyone's gender. Like, I think that the bottom line that we're both kind of on the same page Super is we gross don't need to make a big nose. deal out of this. So gross. Is that we don't need to make a big deal out of this? Right. And I feel like I don't need everybody to make a big deal out of this. But I also can observe the reactions of people who are actually the aggrieved parties and be like, eh, I get it. <laughs> Text. <laughs> it's a reminder that a lot of grown men are just man children. Oh, that's true. 100%. That's Tiger's true. Tiger's 47. I've never, just, sa- I've never <laughs> like he hesitated from saying we, it's a joke. males, we benefit greatly from females not having a lot of options. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you need us, and we're lucky that it's just built that way. Mm. Some would argue, like, let's hope to God they don't. They always need us. That's oh, that's, <laughs> the minute there are options, we're in big time trouble. <laughs> as soon as they figure out how to reproduce without us, we're pretty much out of the picture. Eighty-one fifty ninety-three-nine. That's uh, the number if you'd like to get in here. Thirty-eight thirty-one ninety-three-nine for the UPS job but sex line. You'd be like, I don't think people would be that surprised when a lot of men get together. Without women, oh, you would not. it devolves quickly. Yeah, And I've been involved in that. I'm not going to yeah. sit here and sit in judgment. Um, we all become worse people <laughs> like, on different scales. Like It's not like we all just turn into cavemen, but we're all... Eh, it's no different quickly. than when it's just you ladies amongst yourselves, yeah, too. I've seen that, too. It's the exact same thing. Anyway, so are we done with that conversation? Or can I'm we, done with it. I just about 20 minutes of we were asked. <laughs> well, we were asked about it, and I wanted to uh, to address that, and I wanted to take the opportunity for once to not be all the way out there by myself uh, on something. So there it was. 
one. Texture is just good being a Sally Dave. <laughs> <laughs> we got to cancel that texture, block the number and everything. <laughs> Report him. I get like, we're like at least a Sorry, it's actually, you can never run for president canceled. now. Yeah, all of us just getting canceled. <laughs> We will bring this text from that texter up when that person runs for office or wins a prize or something, right? Like, like uh, what about when you said this? Yes, I know. What about when you called Dave a Sally? Huh? You remember that? National uh, Association for Sallies will be mad. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't feel like being serious at all today. I know. That's why when you introduced that, I was like, man, we're just coming off of like an aborted remote. Like, I don't need this. I don't need this conversation. You know, I saw it earlier. I decided I made a conscious decision to just not say anything about it. It's like I don't need to tweet about every single right, issue that's exactly. going on. Like I made a conscious decision to just observe on this one. Well, it just I, didn't seem like it rose to the level of importance that I needed to tweet about when it. When I saw no, the picture, I thought it was photoshopped. Yeah. Have you ever done like you know where people will sort of zoom in on something and there's like a you know there's some sort of message there or what? I thought it was a joke. I thought we were joking. I didn't realize that's what the actual photo was. Like, oh, and those people really are upset about that. I just feel like that's a lot of work. Yeah, I get it. I, I get all of it, and that's why I was choosing not to talk about it or tweet about it. But you know what the problem is, and this is where I'm going to go back to my old self here. The minute we have a conversation where we sort of like, all right, chill out a little bit, people can be like, see, we shouldn't have to worry about anything, and I don't, I don't believe that. I just don't think this is one of those that rises to that occasion. Dave, are you playing on golfing this weekend? Yes. Okay, let me know on Monday during the show if there's any exchange like that. No, don't actually do that. <laughs> I can assure you that that particular exchange has never happened on the golf course with me. I seems like a very inside joke. Yes. I know. That doesn't make... I know. You could have done it like... You know, I just don't have it in me to be like in open arms about it. I don't this need one. you to... Like, I don't think either of us need to be. So I'm not. It's just one of those things where you don't always, like we said, you don't always have to tweet about everything. You don't necessarily have to weigh in on everything. Wait, is that true? But you have to look at it. I, I think it's true. <laughs> you have to look at it and just say, look, I get it. I'll have to try that. Like, is most, most of the women I saw reaction weren't, like, fuming about it. It was more like, can we not do this? Can we find another way to make fun of each other without, like... And then I saw, like, the random tweets that were like, there's a tampon shortage. Like, come on. <laughs> like, I'm not laughing about that, but they're like, more practically, can you stop buying yeah. tampons? That's funny. Texture says, I just love the fact that Tiger has that with him. That's right. And he you was know what? waiting for it. I have the exact it. same thought about that thing they throw on the field sometimes in Buffalo. Like, someone went through the trouble of getting one or bringing theirs. Uh, we call that a marital aid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's fine. That's the euphemism for it. I like it. And throwing it on the field in Buffalo, which happens more than once. I think it's been twice bolting at the Patriots. They deserve it. If anybody deserved it, it's them. Well, what sucks for me in this whole conversation is that Tiger's probably going to miss the cut by a stroke. And Locke is now right that I only got to watch him for two rounds. So I'm pretty pissed about that. All of this, uh, I, I, by the end of this segment, I was sort of feeling up, and then now I'm like, I, you said Locke was right. I know. And just sort of took all the air right out of it. I don't need that on a Friday. I know, buddy. He'll still be talking about Monday morning. <laughs> God. I still enjoyed watching Tiger play golf the last two days, so joke's on him. Let's take a break. And it's time for, uh, for uh, Stop the Gas Bag. It is 4.30. It's Friday. Are you prepared for this? I've been prepared. Oh, wow. Okay. 
Let's he do was this, talking then. about it yesterday. He was telling me uh, how he's going to light me up. Let's do this then. You know it works best when we have folks who call in and get in line, get their positions ready uh, during the break so that we can just come right in and get started. So let's do it. So give us a call now, 8150-939. We'll start things off for when we come back. On the drive and I turn the bill. Be right back. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, Come on, muscle through it. But then also say, Hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start, before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com. You're listening to The Drive, presented by Fitness Market, right here on 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Mark Ennis. And Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into The Drive here on 93.9 The Ville. There's still one line open if you want to get in here. we got a couple. we got Thomas. we got Chandler for, uh, for Stump the Gas Bag. But it is time for that. I think we are in the mood for this uh, now. Let's, let's get this started. Our guys know a lot about sports. Bend over, I'll show you. Clay Travis is still a dumbass. I'm, I'm in. I'm all the way in. I He's love a giant turkey leg. They know they're cheating. Check their blood for Osterine. They're cheating again. But we want to level the playing field. Give their brains a real test. Curse my balls. And we want you to get involved. So here's your shot. <laughs> Can you stump the gas bag? Let's do this. Let's get this thing started here. Thomas got in first during the break, so we're going to reward him for his good behavior. Thomas, you are going to kick us off here, buddy. You want to take on me, or do you want to take on Biscuit today, bud? Uh, I'll take I'll take Ennis. All right. I don't know so much about the good behavior part. I don't Man. know about it. For this, you, you at least called in during the break and made this easy on us. All right, so it's you and me, buddy. Let's do this. Remember, you got to say gas back to, uh, to, to ring in, so to speak. Good luck, buddy. Kick his ass. <laughs> It's a little weird not being able to open the show because Mark has the access to the phone lines now. Eat it. So, all good. We'll start with a little bit of sports here. On Valentine's Day this week, Drew Hottie scored 40 points against the Celtics. He's just the second player in Bucks history to score 40 points on Valentine's Day. Name the other player to achieve that. Second Bucks player to score 40 points on Valentine's Day. Yeah, one of those awfully specific stats that exists. Yeah, thanks a lot for that. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> thanks for asking him that one. <laughs> uh, gosh, I'm a gas bag. I'm going to say uh, Glenn Robinson. Dang. That would have been a hell of a pull. It just felt like Giannis was too too easy. <laughs> I have a guess. Um, Obviously, I'm going to wait. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, it was Kareem. Yeah, I wasn't like, trying to like trick you. I wasn't like a oh, it's one of these obscure players from like Michael Red or something. That's, but, a, that's well, a fine. The thing about that is, obscure answer. players don't score forty points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're well, Jeremy Lin or something. Oh, Michael Red was on the Olympic team back in like oh eight or something. Yeah. Imagine that. Could have been Ray Allen. It could have been a couple guys in Bucks history. It could have yeah. been. Well, anyway, we got one nothing lead for Thomas. Fine so. work, Thomas. Let's go a little pop culture here. 
Yesterday, William Catt turned 72. He is perhaps best known as Ralph Hinckley on this 80s TV show, Name It. No. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I'm staying. You're staying. I'm voting present. I don't know. Should I know? I don't know. Because my dad likes this show, but I don't know. What's it got to do with me? I don't jerk. know. <laughs> I just. I don't know if it's like a popular show. I don't know what the demographic was in the 1980s on this show. Ralph Hankley. Thomas, you got to guess here, bud? I, I have no idea. Right, I, I feel better about 90s. myself. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about the 80s. It's a little show called Greatest American Hero. No. Oh, thanks. That's great. The That's theme great. song. I think everyone knows I the know, theme song. I know the that. theme song. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no. No one would know the show. So it might be a little bit obscure there. Seems like a little presumptuous. Greatest American hero. Nobody heard him. Right? <laughs> exactly. One Regional hero, maybe. the most famous maybe. thing about your show is the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> that means when people heard it, they turn the channel. Like they just, like, <laughs> all they know like, is the theme song. Theme song. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like Cheers was an iconic <sighs> theme song and an iconic show. Yeah, but the show was great. Yeah, exactly. There are great Texas theme songs. Texas says, by the way, the Spencer's questions are, I'm thinking of a number between 1 and 1,000. <laughs> <laughs> That is a fair criticism today, sir. All right, Mark, you got to get this ready. to stay in here. Whatever. Yesterday, Giannis Antetokounmpo passed Paul Pressey for the most career assists in Bucks history. He is now one of two people who currently lead a franchise in points, assists, and blocks. Name the other. Active or? Just, Just in general. Yeah, in general. Sorry. Go ahead, Thomas. Uh, LeBron James. Not a bad guess. So we got to name just one. Just there's only one other player that leads a franchise in points, assists, and blocks. Points, assists. That's and an interesting stat. Actually, that is an interesting. I mean, oh boy, I'm I'm troubled by this. Is it David Robinson? <laughs> it's honestly not a bad guess. It's just Tony Parker and, oh. and Avery Johnson. Oh. Dave, you got a guess here? I lost, so I points. don't care. Assists. I hate whoever this is. And blocks. And blocks. Um. Let's get a guess here. Nowitzki. Uh, no, it's Kevin Garnett with the Timberwolves. That's actually uh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I'm actually surprised by the assist part of that. Honestly, I'm not. I, well, Minnesota. I mean, who else would it be? But I mean, that's. that's I like he'd have to, usually have to be on the receiving yeah. end for there to be an assist. Yeah. <laughs> Who's he passing it to? Yeah. Well, Thomas, hang on. Congratulations, you've yeah, won. Exactly. We'll get to you after. Um. This. There we go. All you right. did have two Bucks questions there. That's a lot of Bucks questions. That is a little bit. <laughs> Especially for Jordan Moore having been traded away. Like, <laughs> right. like, just, on, you man. do got to kind of remember, like, the Jazz dead to all of us. Like, I can't, the, the minute uh, Donovan was <laughs> out of there, like, unfollowed, like, five Jazz, jazz beat yeah. writers. It's like, Lord Martin, like, like, no, I'm no sorry. Like, it's, it's me. It's not you. I swear. You do a fine job. Go to the Goodwill. Andy Wintry or whatever your name is, right? Chandler, you're up next here, buddy. You want to take on me or take on Biscuit? Uh, oh, God. All right. <laughs> I wanted to be a peanut gallery here. <laughs> Take my pot shots. Now's the time, by the way, for you guys. If you want to get in here, like, now is the time so that you'll be right after Chandler. So 8150 All right. So the Eagles have lost both of its coordinators after the Super Bowl. Who was the last team to lose both coordinators after making the Super Bowl? That's a good question. Last team to lose. I saw that. I saw that. The last team was both coordinators. Hmm. Mm. Uh, Gasbeck is the Patriots. 
Mm, I was, thinking, I was gambling guess. on you. Not, not a bad guess, but, uh, you know, McDaniels decided to stay mm. after and Patricia left. So, I, I love that Belichick's response to all that is just basically like, I'm not going to tell you who the coordinator is anymore. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Like, I don't even want to tell you. Chandler, you yeah, guess, everybody? Yeah. I do. Uh, Cowboy. It was the choice. The, the wrong, the part, no, Chandler, the, the part. The wrongest part of that answer is the Cowboys don't make the Super Bowl. That's right. Yeah, because the Patriots in 04 <laughs> lost both coordinators. So it was the 2016 Falcons, actually. Mm. Shanahan takes the San Francisco job, huh? and their D.C., Richard Smith, was fired after that collapse in the Super Bowl that Ouch. year. It would be, don't you think it would be kind of hard? Like it, I know we made the Super Bowl, but you have that happen at the like, just for, the, for everybody. <laughs> some fresh air. All right. We both missed it. <laughs> All right. Actor Jerry O'Connell turns 49 today. What was his first film he ever acted in? Uh, Gaspar, is it Stand By Me? It was yeah, Stand By Me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that had to be that. He brought the comb. Yeah, that's right. I need to it was Vern. That. It's a great movie. It is a great movie. It's a really good movie. Okay, so it's 1-1. One, one. Chandler, you need to get this to stay it's in here. Cast. Let's go with There we go. Okay, so yesterday the Celtics removed the interim tag from head coach Joe Mazzula. <laughs> what former Big East foe did Mazzula play his college ball at? Uh, Gaspar. Go ahead. West Virginia. It was West Virginia. He was on the 2010 team that beat Kentucky in the Elite Eight. I, That's right. I know all those guys. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's the head thanks, coach of my Chandler. team. Chandler, thanks for Appreciate playing. It, buddy. So we do have enough questions. Yeah. One more person can get yes. in. If one more of you wants to get in here, you are welcome to do so. 8150-939. It is kind of funny how the the, like, the bipolarity of Spencer's questions for something yeah. gas bag. It's right. like, where do you go to college? Hard. Or yeah. explain the uses of pie. <laughs> I did love that that was a trivia question for uh, for Diener and Blank earlier this week. Basically, like, explain what pie is. Like, really? That's not fair at all. That was the question? I wouldn't want math. I do like Lee and his questions. Oh, I do too. Good. Believe me. He's going to culture those bastards whether they like it or not. I love it. <laughs> I love that. I haven't heard it the last couple of weeks. I really, it's really funny that he has to. We got, we got time for one more. If one more of you wants to take us on, you're welcome to, to do so. 815 You want to take care of Thomas while we do this? Like, get his contact info? And we can do that. I did, by the way, I saw earlier today that the uh, the NBA, like, you know how they do the All-Star game now, like those two captains draft? Yeah. And they want to uh, to avoid someone being the last person picked, so they're going to announce the reserves first. And I just thought to myself, like, you're All-Stars. It's the All-Star game. And we're worried about someone looking bad, like, deal feeling like I was the last one picked. Get what a... What, NBA players are super, Brittle. super sensitive. Brittle, Brittle is a great word for yeah. them. Yes. Highly reactive. Yeah. You should way, not have to manage the, that. Spencer, today is the 29th anniversary of the last quadruple double in the NBA. Do you know who did it? Last quadruple double? Mm-hmm. 29 years ago? Next year will be 30. That's probably That's a better That's right. Better after year. 29 is 30. Yeah. In most yeah. years, right. Better year for know. a question or an anniversary. I don't know. Jordan? I mean, I don't know. David Robinson. Oh, well, there you go. Do you know the four? There's only been four. Do you know the four guys who have ever had David Robinson? The other three is Will Chamberlain one of them? Quadruple doubles? I don't know. Oh, quad dubs? Quad dubs. He's like, oh, quad dub. Uh, oh, you mean quad dub? Quad dub. Quad dub. I was yeah. like, I was you saying quad dub. I don't know exactly what you're talking about. I, I couldn't tell you. So, Hakeem? Know, like, what, Hakeem? Okay, so makes David sense. David Robinson and Hakeem, and Hakeem was one assist away from having two. Uh, I think they thought he had two, and then they re adjudicated it later. Love that. But, yeah. Did Duncan uh, ever get one? No. So I don't get like a finals game. We Robinson was, was the last one to have one. Gotcha. That was 29 years ago. Um, Alvin Robertson. Okay. Never would have, would have guessed all day and not gotten that another one. Another Spur and then Nate Thurman. Would have guessed all day and not got that one either. 
It's one of those stats I know a lot about because David Robinson's my favorite. I was about to say, it sounds like time. a Spurs question. This is like Spencer with his it's Patriots, my, right? He's my favorite player of all time. All right. So I know all this, all the David Robinson. One tribute. more here, Kojak. Card, you want to take on me? You want to take on Biscuit, here, buddy? Uh, you know I'm going after Biscuit and yes. potatoes. Let's oh, do it. Oh boy, Biscuit <laughs> not getting it, shut out today. He's standing up, Kojak. Card, just so you know. <laughs> All right. So, okay, the last few sports-related questions, they're all all-star related because it is all-star weekend. No more pop culture? Oh, I got some pop culture. Okay, I'm sorry, right. From the just sports section, they're all, okay. they're all... Okay, all right, all right. I won't interrupt you again. All right, okay, okay. So, the dunk contest, pretty popular event. Who holds the record for the most perfect 50s in the NBA dunk contest with eight? That's the entire career of in the dunk contest. This guy's had eight perfect dunks. Gas bag. Go ahead. Dominique Wilkins. Not Dominique. No, Kojak. Kojak, give a guess. Vince Carter. Ooh, not a bad guess. Zach Levine. That was second with seven. It's Aaron Gordon from that that awesome dunk contest years ago. He's had had some pretty impressive dunk contests. Yeah. All right, good job, Kojak. Go for two. Okay. Okay, so (laughs) does anything better illustrate just sort of how far perhaps the dunk contest has fallen that like all these records are held by Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon? Like, come on. That was the peak. But a lot of their dunks were like 10 times more impressive than whatever Neek was doing. Yeah, like I'm not going to watch this year's dunk contest probably. I haven't watched it in 15 years. I watched Donovan's and that's it. (laughs) Yeah. And like it's hard to be unique anymore. It really is. Gotcha. Well, some pop culture here. So, February 18th, 1994, Ben Stiller made his directorial debut with this film. 1994? Yeah, 1994. Wow. Go ahead, Kojak. Zoolander? No, Zoolander was 01. I have a weird... I think I know this one, but I might be way off. Okay. Gas bag. Mm. It's a cable guy. So, Cable Guy was actually his second okay, film. It was he, 95. He did Cable Guy, though, right? Yeah, I was okay. looking this up. It's a little film called Reality Is he Bites. Reality Bites? God, Reality uh, Bites. That was my other one. I didn't <laughs> know he directed I that. almost said it. Oh, that was his first. This is an underrated film for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew he directed both of those. I was trying to remember which one was first. Ah, uh, shoot. All right. Uh, where are we at here? It's zero, Nobody's zero. Right. Sudden death here. I'll stick with some pop culture here. <laughs> so earlier in the uh, this hour, we talked about, or is it last hour, we talked about Footloose a little bit. Okay. So actually today, on this day in 1984, the film Footloose was released. That was not planned. Not planned. I was no, I was trying to keep, my, keep myself composed a bit here. So my question to you guys, who plays Ren McCormick in the film? <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, man. Go ahead, Dave. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, thanks, Coach. Come on, It was man. an easy one, but I was like, uh, are you guys going to get this? Or? I'm just looking at you like... If I if you ask a trivia question and I just burst written? into laughter, you, it's probably not a great question. Not a great question. God, you should get half a point. For Whatever, that. I'll take the victory. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because I knew that Ben Stiller directed Reality Bites. And right. Cable what were you going to say, okay. Coach? I got before we let you go, everybody. Uh, big shock. I've never seen that movie. <laughs> you're fine. I'm, it's it's fine. you're not missing I'm much. Years it's old. a fine movie. It's, it's fine. We you're talked fine. about the Appreciate it. Thank Thank you, buddy. Earlier today, so. All right. Any you got a couple. Yeah, you got, got a couple a left for just you right? here. I'll stay. Just, hey, how about we make it like we don't have to gas bag. Just, just fire away. Yeah. Fire away. Yeah. Okay, I'll just wrap. Go rapid fire here. Who is the only player to win the dunk contest three times? Is that Zach Levine? No, Zach only won it twice. Was it Dominic? Was no. it Michael Jordan? <laughs> is it Aaron Gordon? <laughs> is it Vince Carter? 
I give up. Uh, Spudweb. I think I don't care at this point. If it's not any of those it's people, Nate I'm Robinson. Uh, that's uh, that uh, right there. In the mid 2000s, yeah. we won Man, three. That's a stunt. Yeah, whatever. All right. There have been two players to win the three point contest three times. One of them is Larry Bird. Name the other. B.J. Armstrong. Mm. Man, he was in the one where Bird was like, who was just trying to see who was going to finish Hornacek. second. It's Craig Hodges. I don't know if anyone Hodges. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, yeah. All right. Yeah. He, he kind of the exact same guy. Yeah, really. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe 50th on my list of yeah. names to guess. All right, a few more here. Craig on this Hodges. day in 1995, Stephen Brill's directorial debut was released. It's about a kid who goes to fat camp. Heavyweights! I didn't know if you guys were doing If I just left it Stephen Brill, would anyone get that? Who cares? Probably not. But it's heavyweights. It's heavyweights, Dave. I know you love that film. You know what I think about? I think about Wait, all the time. What? What if, what if Farley played Jerry? That movie's ten times better. It's I mean, already I've never a seen classic. The movie, so. It's already a classic. You're just going to gloss right over him and be like, Dave, I knew you'd love that movie. Nah, you know, I know there was that one day you and Pat were going back it. and forth yeah. on heavyweights, and Mark's like, I have no clue what the hell you I don't. Mark, I, I still don't. I have absolutely, which you need to watch it. Your kids would love it. And second... I think it's well established. I don't. I'm not sensitive about fat comments. So even if he was just saying that without any background, I, I wouldn't care. Okay. Yeah, so that's the premise right. of the movie. Kid. Too, I freaking so. love that movie. <laughs> okay. Today's also the anniversary of the release of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Name both of the actors who played the title characters. Oh, I don't know the other Keanu guys Reeves names. and yeah, Alex Keanu, Winter. Alex Winter. Yeah. There we go. That's yeah, the Keanu's probably the easy one. Alex yeah. Winter because he kind of just left acting for a while. And then lastly, I think for you guys, a while has he came back. He did the, the sequel, the last oh, one well. for that movie. That Into was the trilogy. Was fine. Yeah. I've never mean, seen him in anything else. Yeah, this one, and you guys are going to get this. Andre okay. Romel Young was born on February eighteenth, nineteen sixty-five. He's better known by this name, Doctor Dr. Dre. Yeah. Yep. And that What's concludes his name. What? I don't remember Calvin that. Broadus. There we go. Yeah. Oh, that is the conclusion of something Ugh. aspect for this week. We have one winner, two losers, and Mark and Dave saved their dignity again. The other, the other day, I watched, uh, I rewatched with Angel. We rewatched the uh, the halftime show from last year yeah, from the Super Bowl, really which was probably one of the best two or three in the entire history it was of the really, Super Bowl. It was very enjoyable. The payoffs were excellent. But That's what I don't know what the the algorithm was doing that day, but on YouTube. It's 14 minutes and 18 seconds or something like that. It, it threw to commercial in that video four times in 14 minutes. The, like the demand for that That's must have been off the charts. They're like, no, get them ads in there for just a minute. I don't know if the rest of you like for just a minute. I actually thought about maybe I will just do YouTube premium so this doesn't keep happening because you know you skip the ads. It's like, why don't you want you know you could skip this forever if you just sign up for YouTube yeah. premium. Or you gotta wait like five seconds sometimes yeah. before you can skip it. Right. I thought about it. It's the closest I've ever got. By the way, my friend Patrick got Kevin Garnett right. I didn't look at my phone until just now because <laughs> I don't cheat at trivia. But yeah, he did. I'm glad yeah, Patrick knew uh, the answer. Obviously, like after the Super Bowl, everybody was just like, "Let's watch last year's." Just <laughs> like, oh, what you got four ads. It's funny because like some people were really high on Rihanna's show and some people were really low on it, and I was just like, I thought she did a good job. She didn't do much. That's like every halftime show, though. You get, you get both polar opposites. For me, it was like, it was fine. It's not my, you know, go-to artist I listen to, I like so Rihanna, I didn't but, care know, like, that much. It, she left out a couple of her big hits because people were like, I don't think she has enough hits to carry. And I think she did. It was just weird for her to I play. I knew all those songs. Yeah. I knew, I knew and she most, had a couple if not more. And I don't know any the, songs. She left a couple more that right. she left on the shelf. It was weird that she played, like, um, Run This Umbrella Town with that, Run oh, This Town without... Oh, that, 
Jay Z. Like, yeah. why even sing the run? This like Umbrella. At least she has like verses in Run This Town. She just does the chorus. Why sing that and not have a feature come out with you? Like, obviously Kanye is not going to be there because Kanye is on Mars right now. But yeah. um, Jay Z, he actually works with the NFL now with uh, the halftime acts and stuff like that. I, it was weird to me. I don't know. But I thought she did fine. It then was there was fun. the manufactured outrage because she did sexual emotions or whatever. It's like every halftime show. Shut up, Charlie Kirk. That's right. Oh, God. <laughs> Put that in the some gas bag opening. That'd be just And fine. she had like a subtle Who cares? Uh, pregnancy announcement at the beginning. Who cares? Yeah, like the group I was Did with, the, one of my friends was like, No, just that it was in the thing. You yeah, know, like, yeah. I don't, like, who could possibly Like, everyone's like, oh, is she pregnant? We're just full of like, telling people to stop cares? being offended by anything today. <laughs> yeah, right? Quit We're just old so brittle. The clouds. That's right. No, but yeah, she like announced it by... And then a bunch of people were doing like the thing you're not. And supposed then I'm to like, do. I do that all the time. Yeah, I was like, I rub my belly after I eat. Exactly. Like a large anything. Meal. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm kind of like, like I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm not gonna say she's pregnant. I'm not gonna make any comments. Cause no, you're not supposed to say that about. Well, you know, you know the meme of like that kid who's in class and he's like sweating all over. He's trying to hold it <laughs> in. Right. Like he clearly can't say With anything. The veins on his forehead. Yes, and... that was us. And then in my experience, all the women around me just like charge right in. Yeah. I'm like, I thought we weren't allowed well, no, to do they that. Feel inside they're allowed to do that because they're women. So. Is that what it is? We're not allowed to do it. Uh, what is your guys' favorite halftime show? I Prince. thought last year was out of this world. Prince game. was incredible. Spectacular. It started, started raining during Purple Rain yeah. and just. And I love the story when they're like, Prince, it's going to be raining. And he's like, Can you make it rain harder? That's <laughs> <laughs> such a Prince line. <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah, of course like come on like prince it's so hard to beat the myths around prince are amazing but they're yeah. just beaten by the reality like that's just who he was he was a ridiculous the definition person. of eccentric yeah but like not annoying eccentric just like the perfect like prince is just a ridiculous person and it helps that he was one of the most talented music musicians to ever walk the face of the earth like his uh, his solo on Wild My Guitar, Jilly Weeps. I think it was at the Grammys, wasn't it? Or was that? Or was that? I think the, it was uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. And he just absolutely owned it. And he did the whole throws the guitar up and disappear like he likes to do. The mystique. But yeah, last year was in my top three or four. I thought sure. last year was was exactly what you should be going for. It was yeah. perfect. L. A. Fan service. Absolutely. Just just crush it. Why not? And 50 Cent just un- unfolding from the ceiling. That looks still very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable because <laughs> he's a little bit bigger than he used he's, to be. Yes. <laughs> the, my favorite part was when that happened, like in the moment, people were like, You weren't even the same that you were back in 2002 when that song came out. So why is it like, why are you criticizing 50 for his appearance well, 20 years later? That's true. Because it's the video. He was, he was reenacting the video. So he's got the tank top on. It's, it's perfect. And like we're all talking about how much bigger he is, but he's still in like better shape than I've ever oh, been in my life. That, so. this, that reminds me, like Britney Spears uh, performed at the VMAs yeah. years ago, and people were like, "She's out of shape." I was like, "And I would kill to be out of shape like that." Are you right. kidding me? Like when, you know, Bobby used to always rip on guys being out of shape, not ready for camp, and be like, "I would give anything to be out of yeah. shape like that." Yeah, like, like it, it always happens with performers, and I'm like, "Man, they, I don't know. She looks pretty good to me." Sucks for them, dude. <laughs> like if that's the standard, we're like we're doomed. don't look at me. Like everybody's got their own personal Rick Patino, you know. It's like she can't get on stage unless she's two percent body fat. It's like she <laughs> looks pretty damn good. She's fine right now. Leave uh, her alone. <laughs> we'll take a quick break here. Be right back on the drive and I think.